Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, Brother Kapow. This is Freedom Friday. This is Miss Kapow. And it's April 13th, Friday, April 13th. And I always have a great day on Friday, April 13th. Why is that? I don't know. But everybody else dreads the Friday the 13th, but I always have a good day. They always think something bad's going to happen. See, and I don't think that way. Well, according to YouTube, the world was supposed to end... The 11th. Yeah, the 11th. And the 18th. And the 18th. So we're not there yet. We still have, what, uh, five days left? Yeah. But it confused me because if it ends the 11th, how could it re-end? Because we're being destroyed by stars, huge stars that are falling from the sky. Mm, This has something to do with uh, Nibiru and Planet X. Planet X. Yeah, Planet X. As far as I know, no big stars have fallen. Fallen from the sky. Mm, I didn't see any last night, but what do I know? I know. What do I know? You know, if it's on YouTube, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. Of course. Today's show is called The Babylonian Crisis. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Babylonian (laughs) Crisis. Because we're in Babylon and uh, we're under crisis. Balogna. Balogna. Pretty bad. We've got a couple of stories. It's just, you know, same stuff. Same crazy stuff. Just more of it. <laughs> right on. Right so on, do you brother. have a scripture? Oh, yes. And what a scriptures I have. Scriptures. Scripture. Scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Job 27. And I'm going to start with verse 13. It says, This is the portion of a wicked man with God and the heritage of oppressors which they shall receive of the Almighty. If his children be multiplied, it is for the sword. If his offspring shall not be satisfied with bread, those that remain of him shall be buried in death, and his widows shall not weep. Though he heap up silver as the dust and prepare raiment as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just shall put it on, and the innocent shall divide the silver. He builds his house as a moth and as a booth that the keeper makes the rich man shall lie down but he shall not be gathered his he opens his eyes and he is not terrors take hold on him as waters a tempest stealeth him away in the night the east wind carries him away and he departs and as a storm hurls him out of his place for god shall cast upon him and not spare he would fain flee out of his hand men shall clap their hands at him and shall hiss him out of his place. Hiss. Hiss. Yep. Babylonian crisis. 
That's what's going on. Mishkapa. Mm-hmm. Mishkapa. Mm-hmm. First story. Mm. This just kind of reminds me that, uh, yeah, I could be wrong, but it kind of reminds me that, uh, and I'm not saying this guy didn't do anything to open himself up. Obviously he did. He, he's dabbling into something. You betcha. But what appears to be a uh, kind of a normal, whatever that is, a normal guy, working doctor, pediatrician for 20 years, you know, just suddenly, and I mean suddenly, you know, in a matter of months, just goes demonic snap. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like crazy, just crazy behavior. And there could be a lot of reasons, but um, I just think it's the veil. You know, you have that veil and it's just, uh, it's opened. You, well, you call it portals. We call it portals. And they're open. Mm-hmm. And these things are just, boy, they're they're on you 24-7. Yeah. 24-7. Last night, well, it's it's happened a couple of times to me. I go to sleep. I'm fine. I'm not coughing, nothing like that. Everything's fine. And in the middle of the night, I wake up with this horrendous coughing attacks. Yeah. You know, horrendous. And it happened last night. And uh, Miss Kapow just lays hands on me. I know she's praying. She doesn't pray out loud. I know she's praying. And it went away. Um, what's interesting is on her side of the story, the devil was telling her just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Why pray? It doesn't do any good. Blah, 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 blah. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Until we until we discussed it the next day. And um, it's like, no, that, it worked almost immediately. Yeah. So he's weird. such a liar. He's such a punk. He's such a punk, man. Satan. Just and these people who serve him, the humans who sold out mm. to this punk, they're punks too. They're yeah. just ridiculous. Stupid people mm-hmm. worshiping a stupid fallen angel for stupid trinkets. Yep. You know what? I can't stand them. I, I am. I'm getting sick of looking at males dressed like women and every rock band with their occult symbolism and just sick of the stupidity, all the lies and stupidity from a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Second rate, a second rate little G God. Yeah. And obviously he doesn't like that. No, he doesn't like that, you know? Um, so anyway, so I, I wake up in the middle of the night, this coughing thing. So at some point, you know, it goes away. And then um, I wake up again, like suddenly wake up and I look at the clock and it is three eleven, not 11, three, but three eleven. And it's funny just how often, you know, we see oh, definitely. these numbers, 1133 or 11s or 33s everywhere. And I'm going to talk about that a little later, maybe after this story. But the the thing I want to say is that the demonic spirits, the portals, they're everywhere. And they're just out and about. And uh, you can consider yourself a Christian, uh, whatever. You're still going to get attacked. They're still going to mess with you. They're still going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. You're not safe from that. No. There's only uh the only truth you can rely on is the truth in scripture. So if you don't right. know that, if you think you know it, you're in big trouble. You have to really know it. And if you do know that, that's the only way you can fight it off. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, because even, even in revelation, and I don't know if this quite applies to today, but you know, it says that um, 
Satan made war with the saints and he overcame them. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we don't like to hear that one. We like to hear everything's happy and clappy, the Joel Olstein stuff. Yeah. But um, is he overcoming? Yeah, he's he's kicking the heck out of the saints, the real saints. Um, but God sustains us. That's true. <laughs> and provides. And, you know, we're still winners, especially in, in the end game. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as this little society goes, this little world he created, this little matrix that we live in, this little false reality. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's all over the place. And uh, he's a liar. He's a loser. A loser. Yeah. And people who follow Satan are losers yep. because they're going to lose. They're going to lose in the end. Well, they're losing now, too. They, they live miserable lives. Yeah. They're just punks. Just punks. Uh, okay, here's this, uh, here's this guy who seemed like a normal dude just acting demonically bizarre. And this is a North Texas pediatrician. And they finally suspended his license after months of bizarre behavior. Mm-hmm. So what this guy was doing, he he had a he had a practice. For twenty years, he's been licensed in Texas. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, he just didn't you know saying his first rodeo, and then the the board has recently suspended him uh, for some bizarre behavior. Now, what's interesting, and this this is the only story that will take some time because I I have to go over this stuff because it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. In this article, they actually published the suspension order, the temporary suspension order uh, for the from the Texas Medical Board. And the reason why I, I want to read some of this stuff is it's bizarre, his behavior. And as I'm looking at this story, Ms. Capel, there's a tranny looking right back at me. Mm-hmm. It's a sponsored content. Why you're not creating videos on how to get started? That's a dude in a female wig. <laughs> Do you see it? Do you get the same one? No. Oh, I have an advertisement and it's a it's a tranny with a big fat tranny face, a big man's skull looking at me. I'm so sick of looking at these things. Gosh. Dang it. Mm. Okay. Uh here's the thing. On April 6th, it came to be heard before the disciplinary panel and the board regarding this guy. Here's the findings of facts. Number one, um, I don't care when he did it. It gives the dates and stuff. But this guy, this pediatrician, engaged in a pattern of impaired practice at several of these clinics. The staff at these clinics observed this guy. uh, I think his name is Kurt. I'm going to call him Dr. Kurt. They observed Dr. Kurt to be distracted and preoccupied, failing to complete patient encounters, failing to complete or submit electronic prescriptions and blah, blah, blah. But what it says is that he uh, he crossed boundaries by obsessively sharing personal photos, stories, and information with patients, employees, and drug representatives. Um <laughs> In February, he was roughhousing with a two-year-old boy, attempting to throw the child onto his shoulder. Remember, he's a pediatrician. But he overshot it, and he caused the child to fall. The kid, <laughs> the wow. kid fell on the floor, hit his head on the exam room. Mm. 
Well, so, so then the doctor, Kurt, ordered imaging for the two-year-old boy and then told the, the child's mother to follow up within two days. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor's throwing your kid over his shoulder. Take these jelly beans and call me in the morning. Yeah. And then here's a good one. I think we'll all appreciate this. Staff observed him to be in a manic state and they overheard him yell, Satan! Satan! While in an encounter with two patients. And his yelling, this outburst could be heard throughout the clinic. Mm. So let me ask you this. What would make a pediatrician of 20 years be yelling out the word, uh, the name Satan? You know, while he's with patients. Mm-hmm. What, what would make somebody do that? Someone's that demon possessed. Yeah. So whatever he did, whatever he was into, you know, and he appears to be a normal guy. But see, it's all over the place. So everybody, everybody, everybody has lost the natural boundaries that would naturally keep these things away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, through porn, drugs, alcohol, um, you know, technology, even yeah. uh, move, yeah. t- television, entertainment, music, mm-hmm. on and on. You, they break it down. They broke down those boundaries. Right. And there's no protection. Uh, here's another what he did. Now, check this out. He had a patient that was doing a cardiac, cardiac stress test. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get on that treadmill. Yes. And they wire you up and they see blah, blah, blah. Well, instead of paying attention to the patient, he started chatting it up with the mother. And he started talking to her about a vacation he had. And he was showing her photographs. Wow. Meanwhile, the medical assistant terminated the stress test out of concern. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the patient's safety because the patient was complaining of increased pain as the test became more physically demanding. So This guy has totally lost it. Is it this, not? Yeah. It's, it's like something out of one of those weird movies, you know, that um, Vince Vaughn would make. You know, or, you know, you know one of those stupid movies? Yeah. It, it's like something out of that. And yeah, everybody goes, oh. like a comedy or something. Yeah. Only this is real life. It's real life. He's chatting it up with the mother, showing her vacation photos while the kid, I imagine that's her kid, on the stress test. And he's he's complaining of pain. Wow. That's scary. If it wasn't for the technician, who knows? I love this one. In March, he handed out prescription pads to the front office staff. And he says, and he wrote instructions with them. And he says, write them out if you need to. Wow. Can <laughs> you imagine? Get your own drugs. I'll sign it. But the billing manager immediately collected the pads, instructing staff that it was illegal for anyone yeah. other than a provider to, to write prescriptions and that the staff was not to write the prescriptions. Wow. So he's a nut. Um, wow. Let's see. Um, oh, they, a lot of times uh, he was late, uh, so they called him at home, and he had slurred speech. Uh, let's see. He was, um, oh, one time he uh, shows up two hours late to work, returning from lunch. He caused patients to leave the clinic without being seen. His speech was slurred. Well, what about the time he brought his dog into the office and started oh, yeah. rolling around on the floor in front of his patients and stuff? Yeah, he borrowed, apparently he borrowed some friend's dog. Uh, for mental health reasons, 
and he brought it to the clinic and just uh, started roughhousing with it on the on the floor in front of and patients and, and staff had to walk around this guy. And then the dog just ran around. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says he, he came to work one late and um, oh, he said some nasty stuff. Why he was late? Because he's he's been having sex with his fiance. And then when uh, he told the staff that, they told him that was inappropriate and that he seemed high. Hmm. And he says to them, I'm in a full-blown manic episode and I'm not sleeping. And they encouraged him to see a mental health professional. And he reported he was seeing a psychologist and is okay, and that everyone's just trying to ruin his happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also done some sexual harassment with the, the people, the, the women there and the staff. Um, oh, yeah, he, he, thought, uh, he thought President Trump and Bill Gates wanted information on his train-up program. Um, just weird. Now, here's something that's cut is interesting in his behavior. Uh, he held up his arms in a staff meeting and he just started yelling, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. He started quoting that Psalm, which demons do, by the which way. demons do all the time. Yeah. They, they, they love quoting scripture and they love talking about Jesus, um, over and over again. So yeah, that's that's really a demonic behavior to to take a little bit of scripture like that and quote that. And it says he continued to pray aloud and then he concluded, I'm not drinking, I'm okay, I'm not drinking. <laughs> so not even not even alcohol does that. Uh he wore the same clothes for like three or four days in a row. Um mm. yeah, I just he's just messy. Oh, on one day he just comes to work in his pajamas. And he starts crying and he's very emotional. Wow. <laughs> and so the staff got him to his primary care provider for uh, mental health eval- evaluations. Anyway, um, it's just, it's to me, I think the story's interesting because it shows what appears to be a normal guy for all intents and purposes. Educated man, a doctor of pediatrics. Totally acting bizarre. And you could say, oh, he's having a mental breakdown or whatever. I, I think there's a lot more to that. Yeah, definitely. You know, when you start yelling Satan, start quoting Psalms, um, saying and doing the things he's doing, it's just, uh, it's a takeover. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. But you know what is fortunate, Miss Capel? Well, darling. Well... I wrote a song called 1133 Blues. Oh, yeah. And it's a blues song, obviously, because it's called 1133 Blues. But it's about, it, well, it is about seeing the numbers 11 to 33, but it's about what that all means. And to me, it means there's no more time. Time is running out. And um, so there's a lot of tunes that I've been writing and, and working on, some cover songs, too. Miss Kapow has sung mm-hmm. back up on some songs. She's going to sing lead on, on one. Well, you already sing lead on one of them. And there's another one she's going to do. And I call this project Mesquite Cafe. I like it. Yeah, Mesquite Cafe. The reason why I do that, number one, I live in Mesquite. Number two, it is a cafe. It is a menu of bluesy rock kind of music. But the lyrics, even the cover songs as a whole say a deeper meaning and you 
you know me. You know what my deeper meaning is. Mm-hmm. Hey, the world's going to crap. It's all ending. You better get it together. Mm-hmm. That's the meaning. So if you're interested in in using this song, 1133 Blues, or any of the other songs that'll be forthcoming, please do because you might be able to share, you know, purchase that, give that to somebody, share it with somebody that otherwise wouldn't listen to the message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, if you don't like the style of music, you don't like the blues, you don't like blues rock, you know, maybe you're into EDM and rap and hip hop, whatever. That's cool. I understand that. Don't listen to it. Don't do anything with it. I dig it. But if you're inclined to that kind of thing, you know, you might, you might want to just give it a shot. Right. right. Um, I've had people tell me before, you know, I used to play music on, you know, on the on the Kapow show quite a bit and, and they would listen to some of these songs and they'd go, where do I get this? I would like to share this with somebody because they won't really listen to the gospel, but I, but they'll listen to this music yeah, type of thing. So um, what I want to tell you is that Mesquite Cafe, the one song, the single 1133 Blues, which is done by Mesquite Cafe, that's going to be the umbrella, right? Um, it has... In the world of hip hop and the cool guys, it has dropped. It dropped, baby. So it is now available on iTunes. Yay. It's available on Apple Music. Um, it will be, I don't think it's available yet on Amazon, but it will be. One of the things I really wanted to get on was Spotify. So it's on Spotify. It does have its own page, everything. So if, if you subscribe to Spotify, you can just... Type in Mesquite Cafe or 1133 Blues will pop up. It's on Deezer. It's on Google Play. And it'll be on a host of other smaller online distributors. So it's all over the place. So it's only a digital download. There's no physical CD. You know, you're not going to get that. No one does that anyway anymore, mm-hmm. that I think. But digital download. And so it has dropped. It is available. Um, I think I put a, a, a link or two, or I will on our Facebook page if you want to click right to it. So let's just take a little break and listen to 30 seconds of the song and see if you like it and see if you might want to listen to more of it. Very cool. All right, here we go. I gotta That was really, really, really good. <laughs> it was like 30 seconds. It's like if you went to iTunes and listened to a little 30-second clip or Amazon little clip or even Spotify, you listened to a little clip. That's what they gave you, a little little clip. And um, so anyway, I, I, I'm very happy about that because it is available now. And there's going to be nine other songs forthcoming throughout the year as we go. But, you know, I had some good advice from some of these young rappers, man. Mm-hmm. Did I did I not miss Kapow learn a lot from the young rappers? You did, you did. Young rappers taught me a lot. They said, "Brother Kapow," they said, "Brother, you don't want to release the whole album at once. You don't want to drop it because it's too much for people's attention spans. They're stupid." I said, "No, 
<laughs> he says, yeah. He says, you got to release a single at a time. Let it let it permeate. See what people like and then move from there. You know, so they, they taught me some stuff. They taught me how to uh, do it. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, good. And they know what they're doing, man. These young guys, these young rappers, man. Mm-hmm. They got it down. They got it down. All right. Enough oh, of that. Oh, man, I lost that story. Uh-oh. I'll get it again. i get it again. Uh, enough of that. So if you get a chance, go there. I'll put a couple of links on the Facebook page. But uh, check it out. Share it. Man, share it with people that might not otherwise, you know, listen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because basically, you know, 1133 Blues is about that. It's the times we're living in, and you got to get it together because there's no more time. It really is a good song. There's no more time. It's really, really good. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Steve Perry from Journey said that the lead singer from Mesquite Cafe was one of the best singers he's ever heard. <laughs> That's not true. But it I sounded I, good. But it, it sounded good. <laughs> <clears throat> Steve Perry's like, who? I know. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> get away from me with that microphone. <laughs> uh, okay. This is from Indie Star. This dude, this dude, this dude stabs a bunch of people outside the Central Library in uh, Indiana. Yes, Central Indiana. And here's yeah. the... No, no, the libraries are not even safe here anymore. Yeah. And here's just bizarre behavior. This is this dude. He has a knife. He attacks a, a group of people, including a pregnant woman. And all they're doing is hanging out outside a grassy mall area outside the central library. It was a beautiful day. Well, he's standing there with a bullhorn. And he's he's hitting the siren or the alarm on the bullhorn real loud. It's just crazy. Did mm-hmm. you see the picture of him, Miss Capel? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it. It looks like, like right he got now. lumped up a little bit. But he looks like a psycho dude. You see his neck? I mean, yeah. the guy looks like he's from Alpha Centauri. The guy, yeah. the guy must be an alien. He's a hybrid. I think these creatures are he's just... He's scary looking. Let me put it to you yeah. that way. He's bald. He's 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 big. He's, and he looks very angry. He looks he, angry, my friend. He's a, re- <laughs> he's, he's, he's a reptilian in a flesh suit, you know. Um, yeah. They live. Mm-hmm. They live. True story. It's a documentary, Miss Capel. So he... Uh, these people hang out, but he's got this bullhorn. And he's, you know... Blast it loud. So these people go, hey, man, will you stop playing that siren on the bullhorn? We're, you know, just, it's a beautiful day. We're trying to relax. So not only does he not stop, he breaks out a knife and he just starts stabbing people. And he accidentally stabbed himself during the whole thing, too. Uh, crazy. He was over-enthused. <laughs> yeah, over-enthused. The motive of the attack is not known at the time. Well, I can tell you the motive was he didn't want to be told what to do. Mm. The guy's 57 years old, so he's not a kid. Three victims, they all suffered severe lacerations. Yeah. Knives are nasty, people. You know Mm -hmm. that. Knives are nasty. You know, I used to uh, work with a lot of martial artists who, they really said this, they would much rather face somebody with a gun than with a knife. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, because you got to have some skills with a gun, you know, to, to get that bullet to hit the target under stress but with a knife any unskilled guy could just start s- slashing and you're gonna get hurt man mm. so anyway two uh two went to the hospital uh in critical condition one lady was pregnant mm. um the group said they were just hanging out on a sunny day and this guy rode, rode up on a bicycle he got off and he started playing the siren on a, on a bullhorn 
So a female friend, a female asked him to stop because she said that she had a friend who had epilepsy and was worried the noise would trigger a seizure. And no one knew the guy. They, you know, they didn't know who he was. And, um, so he, uh, he got, he immediately pulls out a knife. He starts to stab her and her friend and this gal's pregnant. And she said the blade came within inches of her stomach. Mm-hmm. As the two dodged the man and, and got away, he threw his bike at them and other members. Uh, and when he couldn't stab him with a knife, he, uh, you know, started trying to come after and throw his bike. And four of the men who were in the group jumped on the dude. And one of this, one of the guys was stabbed in the stomach in the process, two in their arms and suspect stabbed himself in the abdomen accidentally. And after the fight, another member of the group said uh, they held a suspect down until the police arrived. It was mm. a very scary thing. Mm-hmm. He stabbed all three, uh, three men. Uh, why is that important? The behavior. Yep. It's not normal. Mm-mm. It's just not normal. Well, yeah, he's mentally ill. Well, people people who are demon possessed are mentally ill. They're gone. Yeah. They're spiritually ill. They're mentally ill. They're physically ill. They're gone. Their body's been taken over by another entity. Mm-hmm. They're just a flesh suit. They're just a host for a reptilian. Yeah. You know, another thing too, though, knowing what this guy looks like, I don't think as a pregnant woman or as a woman. I know. Would I, you know, approach him? Yeah. Because he doesn't look like someone that's. That's going to go. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm standing here on my bicycle as a 57 year old man blowing my bullhorn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know. Yeah. You got to know what you. (sighs) Still doesn't make what he did right. But you're you're not dealing with a a, a normal person. You got to kind of pick your battles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to do sometimes to just sit back and go, maybe we should just call the police. Um, yeah, you know, somebody else. Take yeah. That, that can deal with. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do, especially if, you know, you're in a bigger city and stuff and it might take the police an hour and a half to get there for a call like this. So. Well, yeah. somebody from the library even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, my, my thing would have been just. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, police in Fayette County report that a man, here's another stabbing. See, so we got to ban knives. I guess the London mayor wants to do a, a, a ban on knives also. Yeah. As well as guns. So that was a joke before, but now it's, it's not a joke. They really want to ban knives in London. How are we going to cut our steak? Well, I, well yeah. <laughs> and then after that, they're going to have to ban ballpoint pens because mm. people are going to. Then after that, they're going to have to ballpoint, ha- you know, hammers. And they're going to have to ban, you know, band-aids. I don't know. You know what I mean? It never stops I because know. it's not the gun or the knife or the ballpoint, you know, the, the ball peen hammer. It's the nut behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, keep these people in jail or, you know, you know, reinstate the death penalty. You know, that's the problem. Yep. So in Fayette County, this man stabs a woman over a steak. And who could blame him? <laughs> and like you said, Miss Capal, you look at the picture of this guy and you go, how come you're having a steak with this guy in the first place? Yeah. Okay. So uh, they were having dinner late Friday night. 
Guy's a 41-year-old man. He's not a kid. He's 41 years old. Name's Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, he was having a nice little dinner with a woman around, check out the number, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 11 p.m. There it is. And in fact, the next story has 33 in it. So mm-hmm. you'll, you'll have your 1133s right here on this show as well as 1133 Blues. You can't get better than that. Mm-mm. So around 11 p.m., the two got into an argument. And Lynch... He took offense to the texture of his steak. The texture of his steak, Miss Capel. <laughs> was it? I ain't cooking for him. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> was it too chewy? Was it too soft? Was it too hard? I think it was too rubbery. Was it too rubbery? Is that what he didn't like? Now, if he put his fingers in it, would his fingers get stuck, or could he move them out? He probably didn't have enough blood. Maybe it was too cooked. Maybe it was too cooked. wasn't bloody enough for the demon. Mm-hmm. But he took offense to the texture of a steak. So like any man would do, he begins to assault the woman. That's what you do. Yeah. You don't like your steak, you start hitting the woman. Well, you used to pull her hair, but you know, yeah. times have changed. Times have changed. <laughs> you just pick up the steak knife, be done with her. Well, during the assault, this guy picked up a snake, steak knife and he stabbed the woman in the arm. And then he left the house and a warrant's been issued for his arrest. And if you know where he's at, call the Popo in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to do yourself a favor and you have to see this uh, woman, uh, this Virginia woman who was arrested for allegedly threatening to blow up a 7-Eleven. You want to see a demonic oh. clown <laughs> face looking at you. Holy moly. There is, there is, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know how to describe it verbally, but I would say her hair probably hasn't been washed in. And it's got a lot of stuff in it. Grease product. Oh, it's gross. It's nasty. Um, She almost looks like a dude. Almost looks like a tranny. Big, thick neck. Could be a tranny. She has something on her forehead, like a little red dot. Red dot on her forehead. third eye. Yeah. Uh, it looks it really dark uh, makeup, uh, eyeshadow stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's got a tattooed face. She's it looks got, like a dragon, uh, doesn't it? Look at it. See? It oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. flames coming out of its mouth. Yeah, yeah. You're. I think you're right. It is. The a, dragon. Then she has the teardrops, a facial piercing. Yeah. Oh, my above Lord. Above her lips. She she looks a lot like um, the Joker, the Batman she Joker. She does. Exactly. But this is her, her look. Um. I mean, it's just something to see because you could see, you could just see what demons do to these flesh suits. It's, it's, it's a loser fallen angel and they've taken these humans who then follow it and don't, they, they reject truth and they reject God and and the, the Jesus of scripture, not the Jesus of of religion, but the Jesus of of scripture. This is what, what happens to them. Um, it's bad. So she's arrested Wednesday. She threatens to blow up a 7-Eleven convenience store. Her name is Crystal, and she is how old? 33. 33. The story we just read, the guy stabbed this gal at what time? 11. 11. So you got your 1133s. They're everywhere. They're everywhere in these articles. Uh, And I just played a song called 1133 Blues. Well, it was... 
It was a Seven Eleven convenience store. There you go. There's Thank you. 11. Yeah. There's your. Thank you. Yeah. Boy, how did I miss that one? Because I'm stupid. Well, it's written. You're yeah, looking for numbers. You know, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I've got to uh, change my brain waves. Yeah. So Crystal's 33 years old. She's not a kid. She walked to the store in Virginia Beach. She placed a device on the counter. She told the store employee it was bomb. She threatened them to blow the store. It was later determined not to be a bomb. So she was booked in jail uh, for threatening to bomb and damage buildings in possession of a hoax explosive device. And her attorney says, her attorney says, this is important. <laughs> her attorney is reportedly looking into whether she needs possible mental health treatment. That's a good attorney. <sighs> Well, That's she's going to have to have an insanity plea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So why is the story important? Behavior. Well, behavior. <laughs> is she mentally ill? Of course she is. Look at her. But you have to look. Look at her picture and look at her eyes and you tell me that that's not demon possession. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to want this woman to watch your kids. No. Or you don't want to give her your phone number. No. <laughs> It, it might even be a dude. Might even be a trainee. Kind of has that still big those neck. eyes, those crazy eyes. But crazy. Okay, this guy um, back in the seventies. This guy claimed that he had found Jesus and became a Christian. And uh, I remember that. Yes, and uh, the Christian world was a tizzy because back in the seventies, um, I was going to you know uh, Calvary chapels and really into Christ, you know, the, the Christian music scene and all that stuff. And I remember this guy um, claimed or other people claimed that he had, he became a Christian and he did mm-hmm. an album. I think it was called long train running or something. something like and that. it was like, Oh, it's a, a Christian album. And uh, that's Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan. And he had claimed that he had turned to a Christian. I think over the years he, he proved that he was not, but at the time, um, everybody thought he was a Christian. Kind of like people think um, you two are Christians. Yeah. Bo- John Bono yeah. is, is, a, is a freaking Christian. He's I just want to, I'm telling you what, I want to slap those people so hard that, that say that. John Bono is a, a freaking Satanist. Oh, yeah. These people disguise themselves. That's what Satan does. He's a deceiver. Wake up. But see, their thinking is, well, he said Jesus. Well, yeah, look at his lyrics. There's still something he's searching for. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not searching for it anymore, John. I found it. Bob Dylan, the Christian Bob Dylan. Oh, he's also, you know what? Bob Dylan, not too long ago, got the... Uh, Peace Prize. Yes. Nobel Peace Prize. The, yeah, the Nobel Peace Prize for the his... The Obama uh, got. Yeah, well, Obama deserved it because he was a peaceful guy. <laughs> Obama had really done a lot in the world, Yeah. So I guess they give that stuff away um, to try to legitimatize uh, these morons. Yeah. Because that's what happened. You know, Bob Dylan, oh, now he got a Nobel Peace Prize. He's a great artist. He's legitimate. Mm. You know. Um, sure. You know, I'm not, and I'm not saying he didn't write some songs that really changed uh, the way uh, young people thought in the 60s when they were having free sex and on acid. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that his 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 downloads came from the pits of hell. And he'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Yep. He'll even say in an interview, you look at these interviews of him and he'll even say 
that he sold his soul to the Satan, to the big guy, and he's just doing his time. His, yeah, his job, basically. His job. And he'll even say he don't know where the lyrics came from. Mm-hmm. And that happens all the time. They just get downloaded to these guys because it comes from the loser angel. It's his little world. It's his little kingdom. So Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan decides, uh, because no one's listening to him anymore, but Bob Dylan decides to turn a classic song into a gay love anthem. Mm. And there's a song called She's Funny That Way. And, it, oh, it yeah, it's funny that way. And it's on a wedding. It's, a, it's, a, it's on an LGBT plus wedding compilation. Yeah. What does that tell you? So, yeah. So now, if you're gay, lesbo, tranny, queer, binary, non-cis, you know, whatever, you have your own little musical wedding songs now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that it's cute? very versatile. Very versatile. Isn't that cute? So, um, you know, I'm not talking, taking it away from Bob Dylan's great talent here. <laughs> Bob Dylan has recorded a song for a compilation of same-sex wedding anthems. Legendary musician. He covered the classic She's Funny That Way. It was an original hit for Gene Austin back in 1929. Wow. Also, uh, Frankie Boy, Sinatra, and Nat King Cole sang it. So, uh, like the numerous female artists who have recorded the song, including Billie Holiday, Etta James, Liza Minnelli, Dylan, or Dylan, altered the lyrics to sing... He's funny that way instead. Okay. See? So, Billie Holiday, female, changes it. He's funny that way. Etta James, female, changes it. Liza, changes it. Dylan is a man, and he changes it. He's funny that way. So, Dylan the man is singing a love song to another man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, speaking about Dylan's contribution to universal love. Fuji. Yeah. It's called universal love. Um, he says about Dylan, it wasn't just, yes, I'll do it. It was, Hey, I have an idea for a song. Cause Satan told me that I needed to go do this as part of my contract. Mm-hmm. Co-producer Tom Murphy added, if you look at the history of pop music, love songs have predominantly come from one heterosexual perspective. Mm-hmm. That's why they're called love songs. People. If we view music as something that brings people together, shouldn't these popular songs be open to everyone? And that's why I wrote 1133 Blues about people like you. (laughs) There's no more time. There's no more time. There's no more time. So anyway, um, there's a lot of good people on this album. I might get it. Uh -uh. Uh, There's St. Vincent, Keisha, one of my favorite artists, uh, Valeria June, Ben Gibbard, Kaylee Oscariski. You know what? We don't even know who these people I are. I can't even pronounce their names. <laughs> we don't even know who they are. No. Oh, and check it. I want Now, check this out, Ms. Capel. Do you have this story on your computer right now? Yeah. If you go down, you'll look at the tracks of this album. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Look at the very first song by Bob Dylan. He's funny that way. Mm-hmm. Look at the time and read how long Three the song is. Three minutes and 30 seconds. Three Three zero. Thirty three, folks. There it is. And how about Oh, number four is three eleven. Mad about the girl is three eleven. Now mm-hmm. you're gonna say, Miss Brother Kapow, Miss Kapow, you guys are as crazy as these other people because you're seeing all these numbers anyway. I don't care. 
But give, look at this. Okay, I'm telling you, man. Look at this. Mad about the girl. Um, it's um, let's see. Valerie June had recorded it at one time, right? Mm-hmm. Who record and she recorded a version of Noel Coward's "Mad About the Boy." And said, it brings the song full circle to know that it was written by a gay man who meant every word of the song. Mm-hmm. And it is 3.11. Three minutes and 11 seconds long. Keisha sang Janis Joplin's I Need a Man to Love. Mm. Uh, and she gave it a same-sex spin. Uh, she also spoke about the record. She says, for years I said that I'm not getting married until any two people can legally marry in this country. Really, Keisha? That's what you said? Or that's what you were told to say? Because you sold out mm. to the loser. Colloser. Yeah, to the colloser. Anyway, why is this story important? I have no idea. You you tell me. Why is it important? Life just goes on. Who cares? You should care. Should care. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, most of you know. Most of you are probably just, just as disgusted as I. Yeah, plus um, it just points to the times that we're does. living in. Yeah, gay, you love, know? gay love songs. Uh, another side of Bob Dylan. And the thing is, yeah, you know, some people still think he was a, you know, or is a Christian. Just like uh, Alice Cooper, you know. I've always been a Christian in my yeah. faith. That's why I eat snakes and do the pentagram on my forehead. <laughs> it's like, really... Because it's not about what you do. It's about your relationship to Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not like, you know, what you know. It's not about truth. It's just, it's your personal thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, which is there's some half-truths into that. And that's that's what yeah, Satan does, the half-truths. True, you know. But you know what's not a half-truth, Miss Capel? That, that, you know what's not a half-truth? Is that 1133 Blues by Mesquite Cafe has dropped. It has dropped. Yes, it's on Spotify. That really is cool, though. It is. It's on Very iTunes. Cool. It's on Apple Music. It's on Google Play. It's on Deezer. I don't know if it's up on Amazon yet. Oh. Uh, but if you have Prime, you know, you can get it. You can get it free. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Do it! That's all I have to say. Yeah, and then if you do, let us know what you think. Well, right? only if it's good. If you go, man, it really sucks. Yeah, and then keep that to yourself. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> you need to replace the lead singer, the the lyricist, the the uh, the other people. <laughs> How'd you do that? I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, Mr. Capel. I guess that's all the stories. That's it. All righty. Okay. Well, ciao, babies. <laughs>